Women Taking the Lead, Episode 20. I think when we're happy at work, we're happier in life. And can you imagine what would be different if we were all happier at work and in life? I think the world would, would, would change, frankly, and it would be amazing. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. This episode is sponsored by Luma Coaching. Want some support to get your dreams off the ground? Go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Christy Mims, who is a career coach and the founder of The Revolutionary Club, a coaching practice and the Forbes Top 100 website for your career. She's on a mission to help you find your passion because it beats hating your job. (laughs) Okay, Christy, that's just a teaser for everyone. So tell us more about you and your humble beginnings. Well, hey, Jody. First of all, I'm so excited to be here. I think this is an awesome podcast and a topic that more of us need to be paying attention to. So thank you for for pulling it all together. Um, but okay, so a little bit about about me. Uh, you you know you highlighted a little bit. I I am a career coach. I have a Forbes Top 100 website, the Revolutionary Club uh, for careers, and I'm so focused on helping people in my community. And I now have tens of thousands of people in my community find work that makes them happy because. I think when we're happy at work, we're happier in life. And can you imagine what would be different if we were all happier at work and in life? I think the world would would, would change, frankly, and it would be amazing. Um, but I wasn't always this way. <laughs> I wasn't always super focused and and super motivated. And you know, I I started off not as a career coach. I started off as a consultant, and I spent years in a fairly successful DC consulting firm being absolutely miserable. And I was promoted and I had a very well-paid job and I ran multi-million portfolio contracts and I worked with incredible clients and incredible people in my company and I hated it. And I felt so guilty. So I want to just say to everyone who is looking to you know take the lead in their career and in their life, if you've ever been stuck or miserable or frustrated at your work and like you've you don't even know where to go next. I felt like I was just waiting for my life to start. Like one day a fairy godmother would just appear and I'd wake <laughs> up wearing a tiara by the swimming pool. I don't know. Uh, I just, I, you know, I felt that I want to say that I get it. I absolutely, absolutely get it. And it takes some work and some dedication, but it's so worth it to figure out where you want to be a leader in your life and how you want to impact others and then go for it. So I can just tell you, you know, I've been there, I've done that, and it's worth the it's worth the effort and it's worth the pain because you come out somewhere phenomenal. Wow. So you've clearly come a long way and you've had success in your life. You've definitely gained some confidence. But take us back to a time when you were playing small and you may not have been aware of it at the time. Share with us the story and the lessons you learned. Oh man, there was so many times I've played small in my life that it's it's really hard to choose just one. However, one of the ones that I think was pivotal to who I am today started when I got my coaching certification. So I got certified as a coach before I left my job. I wasn't sure I wanted to build a coaching practice, but I was sure I didn't want to keep doing what I was doing. So I thought it would be a really valuable thing to do. And as I went through the coaching program, I realized wow, this is something I really want to do. But I was absolutely terrified 
of doing it alone. I had no idea of how to build a business on my own. And I was afraid that if I just did it by myself, I'd fail. So one time when I really played small was I was still consulting. I had some amazing people in my coaching cohort who were getting certified with me. And a couple of us got together and we started masterminding just for fun. And then we came up with a seminar we thought would be really fun. It would be really fun to do together. We each were building our own coaching practices on the side. We each had day jobs. So we were really busy. And I enjoyed them so much that I loved this idea of a seminar. It wasn't who I wanted to work with. It wasn't really what I wanted to do, but I loved being with them. And the seminar idea grew and we thought maybe we'd even start a company together, helping um, educators in the DC area and around the United States become better educators, better principals, this whole, we had this whole program in mind for educators and also for mothers. It's, it's a really long story. It wasn't very program. <laughs> and I, I actually stopped working on my business. I stopped working on the revolutionary club, which is, you know, career coaching for people who want more happiness. And I started working on developing educators, which I had no interest in. And I did it because I was scared because I was scared to be on my own and because it was easier for me to work with them than it was for me to face the fear of what would happen if I really went after what I wanted. And it was, it was such a dark time because I was so scared that I became a different person. I became a really fearful person. I knew I needed to leave my consulting job. I knew it was time. I gave in my notice thinking that I would work with these guys on this, on this new business together. And I was so stressed out all the time at all of our meetings. I, I said to them, you know, we've got to find the money. We've got to figure this out. But they actually eventually pulled me aside and they said, we don't want to work with you anymore. Oh no. <laughs> because you're, you're crazy. Um, but they were like, this just isn't working out. It feels like we want different things. And it was, you know, it was one of the worst, best moments of my life because I felt like the entire world had fallen in on me, you know, when you're sitting there and you just, you feel your heart drop and if you like, you stop, like your eyes go to black for a second because you're about to pass out from the fear. And it was the best thing that happened to me because I had been playing so small. I was afraid to do what I really wanted to do, which was to help people with their careers. And I was just, I was just hanging onto their coattails, doing something I wasn't interested in for all of the wrong reasons, just out of fear. So, you know, the, the fact when I stopped playing small and they said, we don't want to work with you anymore. Like, and we, we actually ended up having a much longer conversation where we went back and forth. And finally I thought, you know, no, I need to leave this group no matter what happens and do this thing that I really want to do because I need to be who I, who I want to be and not, and not be doing things out of fear. Oh my gosh, Chrissy, there was so much in what you said. What jumped out at me initially was sometimes it is so much easier to help other people than help ourselves. Cause when we're helping ourselves, we have to face our own fears and our own demons and prom heaven forbid, promote ourselves that it's easier to promote and help and work together with other people to get something else going. But that takes you away from your own projects and your own dream and what you're trying to create in the world. And when we're overcome with fear, like we're not even ourselves anymore. Yeah. I, like we're, we, we don't even recognize ourselves. I absolutely lost myself, but I just want to share with everyone that when I walked away from that and truly embraced the revolutionary club, because I have such a passion around changing the world and helping people find work that they love, because frankly, we all deserve it. Things opened up. I got on the radio. I had a client find me immediately. I had a, someone come to me to help write a book. It was insane how, 
how fast things turned around when I actually went after what I really wanted to do and I stopped coming from a place of fear. So to anyone out there who's contemplating a career change or a risk or, you know, getting promoted and taking on a new project or whatever it is, and it terrifies you, you know, if it's something that you really want, go for it. It's amazing what good things will happen when you embrace what you really want to do and, and you play the game that you're really meant to play. It truly life-changing. Okay, Christy, now share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake-up call. Take us back to that moment and share with us the steps that you took that led to your success. So this is one I actually never really shared with anyone before. Uh, so Jody, you're the first to hear this story. I So I got certified. I was still consulting. I set up a website. I was still consulting. And I went through, you know, I started working with this mastermind and what actually got me to in, in this group to build this, you know, education business that I didn't want to build, but I still had my side business. Um, and what got me to actually put in my notice to quit my job, which was because someone had said to me, when are you going to quit? You have the website, you've now gotten certified, you've got, you know, this group of people, you're working on a project, you're working on your own business what's holding you back? And I just, the, I like the thought of leaving terrified me. I, I pretty much assumed that if I quit on a Monday by Tuesday, I'd already be homeless. <laughs> you know, I had like really good savings. Like my parents are alive. I have a lot of friends, like probably I wouldn't be homeless within 24 hours. And I just, I couldn't like, I couldn't make myself leave the safety net of what I knew. And I was so afraid of failure. And then I found out that someone in my consulting firm had been there for six years, almost a guy who had hired me who had interviewed me and, and been one of the people who had hired me had left the firm. And I saw him uh, a few months before uh, the situation. And I, he came back, you know, right when I was thinking about leaving, but I wasn't sure he came in to interview again, he had left and he, he moved away and he moved back. Three months later, he was dead. Oh my God. He was my age. He was exactly my age. And he died of brain cancer. He'd had it once before he'd been in remission and had come back and it, it was really aggressive and he died. And I remember someone saying, Hey, he's in the hospital. And I, I thought, I said, what? Like, I just saw him a couple months ago. Like he was just here. And they're like, yeah, it's not good. And the thought of here's someone who's my age and, you know, I was, I was young and, and he's, he's done. Like, this is it. his story in this, in this frame is over. And I thought, that's the worst that can happen. You know, that's the absolute worst that can happen. And I cannot look back on my life and think I didn't take this chance when I had it, that I did everything to try to get away. And I was too afraid. I can't do that anymore because you never know when something's going to change and you won't get any more chances. So that, that moment of learning what happened to him and, and just, you know, thinking, wow, like this is someone who brought me here and I knew him and he was so good and had so much to offer and so much, so much to do in his life. And he's not going to get to do it. I don't want that to happen to me. Like I need to, I need to sit up and take notice. Wow. That has such a huge psychological impact when someone close to our age dies and that that's happened a few times in my life. And, you know, it's so sad and striking. Like, I, I can't think of another word. Like you're just faced with, wow, like that, that could have been me. Yeah. Like if, if it can happen to them, it can happen to me. Like we all, some part of our brain wants to always be in denial about how, you know, that we're going to die. We're not going to be here someday, but moments like that, like you, you can't deny it and that you're faced with your own mortality in that moment. That is a true wake up call. Wow. Yeah. 
And what I want everyone to get, Christy, is there's no one way to lead. We're all different. We're going to lead differently. And I'm sure you've seen this in your own career path as well, that when you're trying to lead like somebody else does because they're successful at it, it usually takes us off track because we're different from them. So how would you describe your leadership style? I think mine is very motivational and action oriented. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. So, you know, my clients come to me to to get, you know, leadership is one term to get to get knowledge, to get my expertise, to get my accountability and my motivation to make a big career change. And I know for me that it doesn't happen if you're not motivated and if you don't take action. So I think the one thing I really bring to my business and to my team, but most especially to my clients and you know all the people in my community, is motivation and action. So that's how I'd classify it. (laughs) Sweet. Okay. What is one thing you're working on right now that you're really excited about? Jody, I'm excited about so many things. This is such a question. (laughs) If I had to pick like one and a half things. (laughs) Sure, sure. What I'm really excited about is um, this idea that I have. And so one thing I, I love to do is I love to build community because career transition is really hard. And a lot of us don't do it because it is so hard. There's so much fear, doubt, plus the job search just sucks. I mean, for most of us, it just sucks. It's not an easy thing to do, you know, and, and what if you end up somewhere even worse and all sorts of issues that just happen. So the, the two ideas that I'm really trying to introduce is one is that in order to in order to have a successful career, you need a, a safe space. You can't talk about your career aspirations often at your current job because what if you don't want to still be there? And your friends and family, you know, they're great, but they often don't necessarily understand. So I'm trying to create a community that I want to grow to be so big of people who can come and just talk about their careers and share their struggles and share their doubts and motivate each other and inspire each other and take the stuff I'm teaching and put it into action. So I'm really, it's, um, you know, I have, I have a huge email community list. And so now I'm focused on building a, a Facebook group that is closed, by the way. So you don't, you can do it in safety to help people connect with each other and take what I'm teaching and put it into action together and network and build a strong community. And the other piece of this, and this other idea that I think is really important is your career is a plant and most of us forget that. So we forget to water it. And that's how you end up in a job that you hate, but you don't know how that happened. And three years go by and you're like, what happened to the last three years of my life? Right. But you feel like your resume is out of date and your network's cold and all this other stuff. So you feel like you can't make a change because you're so unprepared. And in today's economy and the way things are moving, we all need to be incredibly agile and prepared in our careers so that we can make easy changes. And if we get laid off or if something changes in how we work, you're capable and you're ready for the next step and the next thing. So part of my building of this community is I want people to start understanding that doing small things regularly for your career, not just for your job, but for your career, can keep you always in in shape, in good career shape and keep that plant blooming and that plant watered. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to really build that out in my community and that understanding of, Hey, you don't always have to make an incredibly huge career transition. Sometimes you just need to network a little bit more this month and then next month, maybe update your resume. And if you do that, your career will be in great shape, not just today, but in the future. So these are the things that I'm really excited about and the things that I'm, I'm building. And if you if you want to get a part of this, then you know, come to my website to therevolutionaryclub.com and just sign up. It's all free. So yay. 
<laughs> awesome. You know, and I love that, um, the concept of just being in community and taking baby steps, because honestly, like probably the biggest thing I've ever worked on was this podcast. And I've, I've blogged about overcoming obstacles on my Luma coaching website. And I've, I've talked about it and put it out, but having the community and knowing the baby steps to take to get you there. Oh my gosh. It made all the difference in the world. Cause I was, I knew I had to do this. I knew this was a big part of my mission in life, but there was so much to do that there were times where I just felt shut down, but having, being a part of a program where it could take, there was a checklist and there were videos to watch, like going through it step-by-step and having people in the community that you could ask questions of, Oh my gosh, it made all the difference. And I have gone through career transition before as well. And that can be as overwhelming and huge as starting a podcast. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of fear involved in the career transition that doesn't play quite play in to starting a podcast. Yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's just not the same. Your career is just a part of who you are. And this podcast is a vehicle yeah. for expressing who I am. So, you know, if it, if it had been around my business or my career, I would, oh my God, I don't even know what I would have done, Christy. <laughs> you know, so it's great that people like you are out there that, no, let me say that again. It's great that especially you is out there. Yeah. Helping, helping women to, to kind of like transition, um, through, through one, one career to another. So thank you for that. Okay. Now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So Christy, tell us what is one practice that makes you a better leader? I'm not afraid to ask questions. What is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership? Okay. I have two. Can I recommend two? Oh, okay. Okay. So one is, so my belief is this, that when you are passionate about what you do, you are a better leader because you have the passion that's coming from a good place. So if you don't know what you're passionate about, I recommend my book, zero to passion, zero to passion, get off the couch and into action. And you can find it at zero to passion.com. And the other book that I really recommend is I think great leadership comes from great communication. So um, I believe it's Susan Scott, Fierce Conversations is another wonderful book to help you develop your leadership. Oh, I love that book that I recommend to my clients um, because it just, it takes confrontation and flips it on its head. Mm -hmm. Like, totally changes your perspective on what it means to have those types of conversations that takes the stress away, gives you a completely different perspective and actually makes you feel like a partner yep. with the other person rather than an adversary. So I love that you recommended that book. Okay. What is your favorite healthy food? <laughs> so Jody has knows me pretty well and knows that I struggle with healthy foods. So uh, <laughs> I don't really have a favorite, but I do my favorite recipe so I can't cook either. So I like to cook things that are three ingredients or less. But my favorite go-to treat that's not terribly unhealthy is um, uh, pumpkin chocolate chip muffins. And you take a box of spice cake, a can of pumpkin pie filling, and a, and a bag of chocolate chips. <laughs> you put your hands together and then cook for like 20 minutes at 350 and it's golden. I'm just telling you, it's amazing. Oh, wow. That's so easy, too. And I do like recipes that are three ingredients or less, yes. too. Yes. <laughs> okay. Knowing what you know now, if given a chance to go back and do anything differently, what would you change? You know, I think I would believe in myself a little bit more because I, I, I have a 
one of my strengths and things that I'm good at is I don't really let big things drop. I don't let big balls drop and I'm able to execute and follow through on stuff. And that's been something I've known about myself since high school. And I wish I trusted myself a little bit more saying, you know, Hey, if you quit now, or if you strike out now, you might not feel ready, but you won't let this ball drop. And so I just, I just wish I believed in myself a little bit more, a little bit earlier so that I would have, you know, spent less time um, playing small and more time going after what I really wanted. Mm. And is that a practice you take on, like when you notice you're playing small? Because as much as we'd like to think we will achieve a point in our life one day where we'll just be confident and it will never go away. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, it's a, it's like your career. You have to water it. You have to water your confidence and keep yourself motivated. But what what is a practice that you take on when you notice like, oh, my gosh, I'm doubting myself or I, I you know, I'm, I'm like, I don't think I can do that. I, what do you do? I ask myself who do you want to be in this moment? And I think about, you know, it, is, some, is this who I want to be? Someone who's afraid and playing small? Or do I want to be someone who starts my own business? Do I want to be someone who puts myself out there to reach as many people as I can? Do I want to be someone who, you know, takes that trip or does that crazy thing? And usually the answer is, I, you know, I want to be that person. I don't want to be the person who's afraid. So I ask myself, who do you want to be in this moment? And then I answer that question and it's usually pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you need to do. Awesome. And share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. So this is my quote from my entire life that I've, I've always loved. And it's not the full quote, but it's most of it. I will live deep and suck out all the marrow of life and not when I come to die, discover I have not lived. And so that's, again, that's not perfect, but it's Henry David Thoreau. And, yes. um, and it's a condensed quote, but I love it because I used to have a blog called live deep, <laughs> oh, um, but I love the idea of, you know, sometimes life is scary, but through the fear, when we take the biggest risk, we often get the biggest rewards. And if you don't put yourself out there, you don't get anything back. So I, you know, I love to remind myself, Hey, it's worth taking a risk. Hey, it's worth trying to live deep. Hey, you know, it's worth trying this thing because I don't want to look back and have regrets. Like we only have one life, you know, and my story earlier really brought that home to me. Um, and it can end at any time. And I, so if, you know, if it's something I'm going to regret, not regret, not doing, I want to make sure that I get out there and do it. Mm, that quote always resonates with me. I think it was in the dead poet society too. Yes, it is. And it's one of my favorite <laughs> movies <laughs> of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. And before we say goodbye to you, what is the best way for our listeners to connect with you? Well, find me on my home website, therevolutionaryclub.com. So come on over, join us at the Revolutionary Club, join the club. It's free. You know, you get access to free coaching and a bunch of tools to help you with, with your passion, with your career. Um, and if you really want a specific workbook to help you uh, a free workbook, uh, The Six Simple Steps to Finding Work That Makes You Happy. I know I'm action-oriented, so I love a good workbook versus just a blog. Um, you can find it at findmypassion.us. Mm. Passion.us. Mm-hmm. Passion.us. Got it. And you can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com, or you can use the shortened URL, which is womentl.com. And Christy, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We're all better for having met you. Aw, thanks, Jody. You too. 
Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Were you inspired to take some action today, but maybe don't know where to start? Or maybe you have so many great ideas you can't decide where to focus your attention. Don't let stress or overwhelm stop you from having the career, the business, or the life you want to live. Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching or use the short link womentl.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.